you're listening to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm Jacqueline, a spiritual baddie and astrology nerd. You can expect raw and unfiltered conversations around trauma healing, relationships, astrology, health, and career. I'm here to share my resources so that you can truly turn your dreams into a reality. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Glow Radio, episode 94. Today is going to be a super raw, vulnerable episode. I feel very nervous about sharing this, but I feel like sharing my story is going to help a lot of you, hence why I am going to be sharing. So today we're going to be talking about my spiritual awakening and how growing up in a very, very Christian family affected me and why I don't resonate with that religion anymore, but am still very spiritual. I'm going to go into some really vulnerable stuff, so stay tuned in this episode. So first of all, before we get into it, I do want to announce something to you guys that I'm super excited about and a bit, I feel like, I just feel a bit nervous, but also very excited to share that I have launched my new website and I have honestly never been so proud of a website in my life. I feel like I've I've never just enjoyed my own creation so much. So my website is called divinehealingcircle.com and on my website you will find meditations that I recorded myself and that I personally meditate to very often. There is a cord cutting meditation and a meditation for healing your inner child and also a meditation for manifesting. So those are the three meditations that I have to offer right now. I will likely record more in the future, but just wanted to launch with those. I'm very excited, so please go check it out and let me know if you guys do download the meditations. Let me know what you guys think, if they're helpful. I would love to connect with you guys. So that's that and this lunar eclipse that just happened was like madness i don't know if you guys felt that but i am so glad that it's over today i honestly feel a breath of fresh air because the last couple weeks for me were it was like all hell was breaking loose and i don't even say that lightly like i was just crying so much and just i felt like all my darkness my traumas and everything was really coming out and i was purging so much from all the years before and I feel like I've I've learned a lot of things from that that I also want to share with you guys because I felt like it was another dark night of the soul for me and I feel like I've already gone through so many of those but this is just crazy so right now it is Gemini season and I woke up like last night in the middle of the night around 3 4 a.m and I just had all these emotions and all these ideas for recording this podcast today and that's why I'm picking up the mic. It's Gemini season and that is the sign of communication. Mercury retrograde starts tomorrow so I'm milking all this time right now where communication is still clear and hopefully I can communicate all my thoughts to you guys very clearly today. So I also read an Instagram post yesterday saying that these things might happen when you are raising your vibrations. And one of them was that you might find yourself waking up around 3 to 4 a.m. And that actually comforted me comforted me a lot because I have been waking up around 3, 4 for the last few days. And 
I was like, just feeling very tired. And I realized it was also because of the lunar eclipse. So that just kind of gave me a sign like it's okay that I'm going through this right now. And it's meant to happen because I am raising my vibrations and I'm entering like a new level of consciousness. So I've been on TikTok a lot, as you guys know, you guys can go follow me at Jacqueline Sun. The link is in the description. So I was watching this video and it was saying that we shouldn't rush the moments where we feel heavy. Like we don't rush joy in life. So why are we rushing these moments of heaviness? And I just cried when I saw that video. I was so emotional this whole last week. And I felt like that video was meant for me because I was just feeling so stuck. And I, I felt like I had gone backwards in a sense. Like my health was going backwards and my mind. Like I just felt like I wasn't attracting positivity that I had been like just a few weeks before but seeing that just made me realize that it's okay to go through periods of heaviness like we need to go through this in order to enjoy the moments of happiness even more and I saw another video last night it was saying that when we go through a period of transformation when we're healing we go through a period of grieving because we are grieving the loss of our old self. We're literally shedding these old habits, these old behaviors, and our body goes through a period of grief. And it can be very uncomfortable. I feel like that's something that I went through the last week, especially with the lunar eclipse. Like, since it was like a eclipse during a full moon, I feel like it was a lot of purging. Usually during full moons, it's a good time to like shed and purge and get rid of old things and then when it's a new moon it's a great time to manifest and start things it's a time for new beginnings so I just felt like all my demons and everything was just coming out of me so what I've learned is that we shouldn't fight against the flow of the universe the more we resist the harder it's gonna feel and we need to go through these periods of darkness in order to see the light like I know that might sound cliche to some of you but if we don't experience experience these times of sadness frustration and anger it it won't you know it won't shape us you know these are the moments that truly teach us lessons and I was watching this other video I think it was a therapist or just a coach slash guide and she was saying that she can't guide people to places that she has not been before and I felt like that just spoke to me so much and honestly it makes me very emotional thinking about that because I know that I'm going through these times of darkness myself because I can help people in the future who are going through something similar so just a disclaimer in case any of you guys are unaware whenever I share on my podcast it's truly just sharing my story. I'm not telling you what to do, you know, like do whatever works best for you. If anything I say is very triggering for you, you don't need to take it, you know, take what you can. And if you truly don't like what you're hearing, feel free to unsubscribe because you are probably not my target audience. 
I say this because like during the lunar eclipse, oh my god, guys, like literally hell was breaking loose. I I received this extreme text message from one of my aunts like out of nowhere. I was already feeling very shaken up that day because I pretty much had like a panic attack the day before when I was driving and I've just been feeling very heightened lately with all my anxiety and I'm really recovering from that. And then a couple days ago during the morning I received this long text message from my aunt. It was literally like an essay, probably like 2,000 words. It was so long guys, I'm not even exaggerating here. And I didn't even really read all of it in depth because I could just feel the energy. It was so negative and I'm not even sure where she was getting this information. She was like calling me out on punishing my family. She was saying that I was punishing my grandpa and being like unforgiving. And I just asked her, I was like, where are you getting this information from? Where exactly did I say that I was not forgiving? And she wasn't able to answer my questions directly, I feel like, because I can really see now that whatever we believe in our mind is our reality. And she was so fixated on the point that I was a punishing person and unforgiving that there was no way for me to make her see the other side. And through that experience, I just realized that, you know, when we are firm in ourselves, when we know our own value and our worth, we won't feel the need to explain ourselves to others. And I truly am learning that right now. I feel like it's a hard lesson. Like, obviously, it is bringing up a lot of emotions in me. Like, I, I felt quite angry after receiving those messages from my aunt because I felt, like, bombarded. Literally, no questions were asked. All these assumptions were made. And it just showed me how much trauma is really in my family and it was so opposite to what I'm actually doing like all I'm sharing with you guys is spreading love and t like telling you guys how I am learning to forgive and learning to let go and that's why I'm sharing my meditations with you guys especially my cord cutting meditation that's been one that I've been doing quite often so if you guys are not familiar with cord cutting, it's a meditative technique that you can do to cleanse your energy or cut off any negative ties that you may have absorbed from the people around you. And this could be from people you know that you love and that you still want to keep in your life, but energy is all around us and sometimes we have negative energy when we're having negative emotions, which is totally okay, but that's why it's so important to cleanse our energy from time to time even if it's from like friends that we love even from our partner you know it's good to cleanse our energy and a very simple way to do this is, is through a cord cutting meditation so go check out my website if you guys want to find my personal meditation it's like less than five minutes long super simple I usually do it in the morning and it's crazy because the other day I had just finished doing a cord cutting meditation and right after that both of my parents sent me an email and it was another opportunity for me to really practice my boundaries. I feel like the universe keeps making these situations come up to me so that I can practice and continue setting boundaries because it's something that I've never really practiced all my life. I've mentioned to you guys boundaries were not modeled in my upbringing and in my family. 
So the universe is like, okay, you got to practice now. So my mom sent me a message and it honestly didn't really say much to me. She sent me a bunch of like Bible verses and stuff and it wasn't really like engaging in a conversation. Like no questions were asked and I realized now that it's likely because her family wasn't really taught how to engage in healthy conversation. So when I first got that email, once again, I felt my nervous system have that trauma response, like feeling anxiety right away. And But this time I took a breather, you know, and I'm learning to reprogram my mind. And I feel like by having these moments come up, it gives me an opportunity to do that. So I responded and I actually responded using the exact template that I read from the book, How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. I had a whole episode talking about everything I learned in that book. So go check it out. She is amazing. I also had her as a guest on the podcast. So you can also go back and listen to that episode. She is known as the holistic psychologist on Instagram with over 3 million followers. So she's definitely changing the world. And I just wrote back to her setting my boundaries, simply saying that, you know, I don't want to speak about our spiritual beliefs in the future because like this is not anything that's helping me. And I know that she might be uncomfortable with me asking her of this, but I'm just not ready to speak right now. I'm still healing. And this is something that I need to do by myself without any spiritual influence from my family. So I sent that to her and then I suggested her to read the book, How to Do the Work, and she actually agreed to that. So I am happy about that. I have, I don't really have any expectations because, you know, all of us have such a different perception of reality, as I was saying. So even if someone agrees with you, how they interpret something could be different than you. And that's like the beauty of humans and how we are so unique from each other. So that happened and then my dad also sent me a very healing email. And I was like sobbing when I read it because I don't usually speak to my dad too much, to be honest, like he doesn't really open up about things, but he sent an email just like asking for my forgiveness and you know, saying that he realized that there are certain things he, like certain behaviors he has or certain flaws that aren't the best. And he's just realizing how his behaviors can be affecting other people. So he asked for my forgiveness and I felt so healed from that email. And I told him I do forgive him, you know, like everyone has flaws. Parents will definitely inflict some type of trauma onto their children. It's inevitable. And it's how people grow and learn. So he told me that and then also sent me some things about Christianity and praying that just didn't sit well with me. Like he was saying that he was praying for my boyfriend to become a Christian. And I understand his intentions, like, because they're so immersed in that religion. Like I came from that background, so I understand but it's just not something that I wanted and I wanted to communicate that and once again practice my boundaries. So I told him that that's not something that's necessary and it's just not something that I desire. So I would appreciate it if you actually don't pray for that because I am still very spiritual. Like I believe in prayer. I believe in energy. And when you set intentions and pray for things, 
I feel like other people can really feel that energy and I just didn't want to be affected by it. Like obviously I need to be strong in my own power and if I don't give other people's like prayer and their energy power in my life, I shouldn't be able to feel it. But I feel like I'm still working on that right now and it's a journey. So I told him and he was actually very respectful about it. And that just surprised me. I think I'm so used to my mom and her family like blowing up and reacting whenever someone is trying to set boundaries. It was very different for me. And obviously, it's still going to take me some time to build trust. But I feel like that was a great first step. You know, those are just baby steps. So I was reading an article about narcissistic traits. And I thought I would share some of them with you because I feel like I do see a lot of this in my mom, my mom's family, and I also saw it a lot in my toxic ex. And I mentioned to you guys time and time again that I feel like I had attracted my ex because of the familiarity of those actions. It's like in my mom, like I saw those behaviors and I hope that by sharing this, you know, it can help some of you who are going through something similar and know that you don't need to stay in toxic relationships. So some traits are that a narcissistic person, this could be a family member that you know, a friend, a partner, they could be very unpredictable and emotionally volatile. They probably care all about how things look on the outside so they might be like very opinionated at home but then when they're out they put up a front and are very like pleasant towards other people and they don't share anything like negative about their household narcissists also can't and won't validate your feelings and this one is a huge one for me I feel like it's honestly a very sore trigger point for me. Like when I was having that conversation with, there wasn't even really a conversation, but that incident with my aunt the other day, I had told her I'm very confused as to why I have you have these assumptions about me, like that I was unforgiving, not recognizing my own choices. And her response, this response was probably the most irritating to me because she told me, oh, I know you're confused and I hurt for you. But that is a like a crazy example of gaslighting right there. That is when you're invalidating someone's feelings and twisting their words and warping their reality. So I was saying that I'm confused as to why she is thinking these things. And she turned it around, twisted my words, saying that I'm just a confused person in general. So that is an example of someone invalidating your feelings. If someone ever does that to you, cut them off, you know, set boundaries, leave that toxic partner. If your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband or wife is doing that to you, that is a big red flag. And one more technique that narcissists use is love bombing. So love bombing could be, it could happen like after they've had a huge blow up or something and they're just like overflowing you with love but it's not really love because it's a form of manipulation they're probably saying all these things you want to hear being like overly sweet and caring but then it's just to reel you back in and then they might have another blow up later on so that is also a big red flag and especially in dating relationships i've been seeing a lot of tiktoks where people have been saying an example is that if you start dating someone 
and they kind of like love bomb you right away in the beginning saying all these nice things saying they're falling in love with you like they want to move in but it's only been like three weeks into the relationship and I feel like in the past because of all my trauma I would be so trauma bonded to these types of people and I almost seeked that in a relationship but now that I'm in a healthy relationship I realize that that type of behavior is so narcissistic and so toxic because when I was first dating my boyfriend in the beginning, things moved very slowly and I feel like it was very calm and he didn't say that he like loved me right away, you know, because these things take time to build and if someone is pouring all that love onto you in the beginning, it's because they're manipulating you. So just be aware of that because now that I am aware, it's really crazy how you can see those red flags in people it could be a friend too it doesn't have to be a partner it could be a friend a family member so now i'm going to dive into the real meat of this episode and this part i'm really nervous about sharing because i feel like there might be a lot of backlash if my family listens to this but i do feel like my message is going to help a lot of you listeners so here we go so I'm going to talk about my Christian upbringing and what just didn't sit well with me and how I've had my own like spiritual awakening and found my own spiritual path and really realized that what it's uh, what it means for me. What I wanted what I do want to say here is that you are allowed to change your mind in life. You know, I am allowed to change my mind. You are everyone is. And I may believe something at this point in my life but when I continue raising my vibrations and entering a new level of consciousness I might have a new perception of things that's completely okay like in the past I believed that eating a vegan plant-based diet was best for me at that time and I was like experimenting with it with the intention of eating that way forever but new information came to me you know I realized different things I listened to my body and I realized that that was not the best for me to go forward in that way and that was, I had a lot of backlash for that you know a lot of people saying I told you so or the vegan community like just like really like shitting on me and like making death threats so when people are like that it's truly a response from their trauma and I just want to reassure you that it's okay to change your mind it can be scary as it is scary for me now but just know that you are able to form your opinions and whatever you feel is valid. You know, validate yourself. If you don't have people in your life right now who can validate you for you, learn to love and validate yourself because that is the most important. So back to Christianity, I feel like the way my family believes in it really stems from a fear mindset. There's just so much fear and restriction and control which I feel like they are just not aware of, you know. When I was going to a church at the time, which was separate from my parents, I do feel like I learned a lot of things in that church. I am grateful for that period of time in my life. It taught me a lot, helped me develop myself. And there was less fear, you know, in that that community. But there was still just certain things that didn't sit well with me. I feel like 
there's a lot of being scared of you know sinning or going to hell and feeling like it's our responsibility to convert people to being a Christian because we love them and we don't want them to go to hell but I feel like that just never sat well with me I never enjoyed the idea of evangelizing like why do we need to force our beliefs onto other people and I feel like I'm seeing the other side of it now and I think this is just my opinion I feel like Christianity like the whole religion maybe it was lost in translation you know it's from so many years ago there's so many translations of the Bible and I feel like it is because of humans like we warped it into this whole different thing that it's not even supposed to be because I'm honestly still a very spiritual person I believe in God or the universe whatever you want to call it I believe in prayer I believe in energy I believe in demons and negative energy so I still very much believe in all that stuff, but the way that it is portrayed in Christianity just never sat well with me. So I feel like in my family, a lot of the words don't match the energy or the action. Like they're saying that God is loving, unconditional, but I think it's because of their upbringing that the way they actually portray him seems to be very judgmental and critical. And I know that everything in life is a mirror if we feel like other people are very critical and judgmental it's because we are critical and judgmental on ourselves that's what I've learned and if we're seeing beauty in someone else it's because we truly see that beauty in ourselves so there's truly nothing to fear I feel like you know in the church that I went to the pastor and like people there were saying that there is nothing to fear but I think it's just something that's so ingrained in our maybe culture, like in the Asian culture, that I still feel the fear. And I feel like this fear leads to a lot of health problems. Like after I read the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, I just realized how many limiting beliefs I have. And a lot of people like mesh these limiting beliefs into religion. So I used to be so scared of things like tarot cards because in Christianity they kind of tell you that these things are from the devil and like it's not something you should be doing. But I realized I was only fearing them because it was something that I did not understand. And the more that I learn about it now, I realize that there is truly nothing to fear about it. If bad things are happening to you in your life, it's likely because you are attracting those things with your energy. Like, yes, there can be tarot card readers, psychics, and mediums who have negative energy and are doing it with not the best intentions, but there are also other people who are doing it with good intentions. And that's just kind of life. I feel like it's not the, the practice that they're doing, it's their mindset. So in order to know if someone has good intentions or not, just get to know them as a person. It doesn't matter if they're a tarot card reader or a Christian. And another perspective here is that sometimes the universe takes things away from you in order to make room for something better. And it's up to you to see how you want to look at that. When we're not open and we keep hanging on to the past, the universe doesn't have space to give us the better thing. For example, like I told you guys how I recently got laid off from my job. 
And I honestly saw that as a miracle. And I feel like it was definitely the universe giving me a sign, giving me a push to do what I really wanted to do in my life. But you could look at it as a negative thing. You know, you could look at it as a form of discouragement, you know, getting laid off, like it sucks so much. But I really didn't see it that way. And I feel like I'm honestly living my best life now. There's, I'm so excited for what's to come. And I don't quite know what's coming yet. I feel like that's also part of life, you know. There's the unknown, but once you're open to it, the universe is going to show you signs and messages. So another thing about Christianity, I feel like this is a really big topic and quite touchy, a bit controversial, is the Christian belief that you shouldn't have sex before marriage. And I felt like this is a big part of Christianity. It was something that caused me a lot of fear. And once again, referring to Louise Hay, Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life, she talks about how we can have a lot of shame and guilt around our sexual beliefs, and it can lead to a lot of physical health problems. So I realized, you know, sex is such a big part of human life. It is meant to be enjoyed. Your body releases so many happy hormones during sex, and I, I'm really glad now that there are more people in social media kind of educating people on how to make sex a pleasurable part of your life and that there is nothing to be ashamed of. One thing I do want to note here is that I was watching a TikTok video the other day that was saying that it's really important to cleanse your energy if you have if you have had sex with multiple people because there is a large exchange of energy when you engage through sexual activities. And for example, this is where, you know, cord cutting meditations might come in handy because you need to cut off those ties from those people that you you've had sexual relations with. So I feel like that's kind of maybe what God meant when he was like warning people about sex and like not having it before marriage. But honestly, I'm not even quite sure that the Bible says that exactly. It doesn't say like thou shalt not have sex before marriage. But there is an energy exchange there and it is it is important to cleanse yourself and obviously if you're using sex as a way to cover your problems or it's becoming an addictive behavior like there's something for you to heal there it's probably showing you a trauma response and like not just with sex like this could be with anything you know addictive behaviors is a coping mechanism and is a trauma response so that's just a way of life, you know, and I feel like I am all about making mistakes and learning from them. Like, I support making bad decisions because sometimes we need to experience that in order to know what is right for us. And we need to experience it so that we can, you know, share our story with other people. Like, why be so afraid of making mistakes? I feel like this is a limiting belief that so many of us have. Like, especially, like, growing up with my mom, she would tell me that making mistakes is okay, but then in reality, when I made a mistake, it was not okay. And she would think that making too many mistakes is, like, indulging in them and just a very, like, restrictive, controlled behavior. And... I think it's also, 
I realized my mom has her Chiron in the fifth house. We're going to go into a bit of astrology here. Stick with me if you guys are familiar with astrology. So Chiron is a comet. I think it's a, it's a comet in our solar system. And it, the energy of Chiron is showing us our deepest struggles in life and shows us something that we need to overcome in our lifetime and when we overcome it we help others overcome it too and her chiron is in the fifth house the fifth house is the house of creativity fun love romance and i was reading up on it and it was saying that if your chiron is in the fifth house you could have grown up with parents not allowing you to enjoy yourself not allowing you to play or just have fun and have enjoy pleasures in life and I feel like that could be something that my mom really went through because she doesn't really enjoy things in life and I think it's because of her upbringing that you know conditioned her to be this way and she, yeah like she she just doesn't like to have fun she feels like pleasure is a bad thing and I just never agreed with that and I feel like now that I know about her Chiron sign it's actually a bit sad because I feel like this is something that she can overcome if she wants to so back to Christianity I feel like one more thing that didn't really sit well with me is that how Christians always say that their God is the one true God and we need to tell everyone that the Christian God is the only God I feel like the spiritual energy that we are all feeling is the same. You know, the energy of quote-unquote God or the universe, it is all the same energy. And I don't feel like we need to push on other people that our God is better than theirs, you know. Let people believe whatever they want to believe in. If it is not hurting anyone, then why force them to do something else? I feel like it's funny now because I'm more spiritual than I've ever been in my whole life now, even though I don't resonate with Christianity anymore. Me and my roommate, Clara, who I just had in the previous episode, we kind of joke around that Jesus is our spirit guide. And I honestly feel like Jesus was a pretty cool guy, you know, like in the Bible, he hung out with prostitutes. He turned water into wine. You know, Jesus knew how to have a good time. And I feel like his story might have been misinterpreted and lo just lost in translation. Another book that I'm planning to read is called A Course in Miracles. I've heard so many things about this book. A lot of the other authors that I have read from refer to it. I've heard it's quite a tough read. It's, it's actually very based in religion and Christianity. I do have the, like the Made Easy version by Alan Cohen. And I'm going to start reading with that first and then maybe check out the original after. But I'll let you know how that goes. I feel like this book is going to just open my mind up to a lot of different things. Let me know if you guys have read it. Tell me on Instagram, you know, DM me. I would love to hear your thoughts about it. One thing I do remember in the Bible is that it says that the truth sets you free. And that's what really inspires me or motivates me to keep sharing my truth because I feel like a lot of these things are helping you guys who are listening and it sets me free too because it is so healing for me. 
I've been doing a lot of throat chakra clearing. I told you guys in a previous episode all about that. And I do feel like my throat chakra is so much clearer now and I'm able to speak my truth and express myself more freely. So I encourage you guys to, you know, share about your experiences because your voice needs to be heard and you have something to offer to this world. So that's what I wanted to share today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, make sure to check out my new website, divinehealingcircle.com. I'm very, very excited to share that with you guys. And if you guys do enjoy the podcast, make sure to go leave us a review on iTunes. It helps more people discover the podcast. And I will chat with you guys in the next episode. Love you all. Bye.